together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the book of Exodus chapter 14 from verse 21 to chapter 15 verse 1. In those days, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back by the strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the sons of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left hand. The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And in the morning watched the Lord in the pillar of fire and of the cloud, looked down upon the host of the Egyptians, and discomfited the host of the Egyptians, clogging their chariots' wheels, so that they drove heavily, and the Egyptians said, Let us flee from before Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the sea returned to its usual flow where the morning appeared and the Egyptians fled into it. And the Lord routed the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host and all the host of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea. Not so much as one of them remained. But the sons of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw the great work which the Lord did against the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord. And they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the sons of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Interesting, interesting reading. <clears throat> there are a few things that speaks to me directly. The first one, we know that the Egyptians were pursuing the Israelites because of Pharaoh. And then in fear, they speak against God and against Moses. And Moses goes and he speaks to God on behalf of the Israelites. And the Lord offers a solution. I find it absolutely amazing that the author doesn't tell us about the conversation or the dialogue that takes place between Moses and the Israelites. They complain to him that they should have died in, in, in Egypt. 
But Moses does not seem, the author doesn't tell us that Moses responds to them. But instead, he goes up to God in prayer. And there's something there for me. Sometimes I don't need to engage in a dialogue with the enemy. Sometimes I don't need to entertain negative thoughts. When everybody else is shouting and screaming and there's chaos, I should not always engage that. Because think of it, if Moses had sat down and tried to reason with the people of Israel, would they have understood? I don't think so. What would have Moses said? I don't know. Because death was approaching. Death was imminent. So instead of him engaging in a futile exercise, he goes back to God in prayer. And I can imagine him saying, you have asked me to take these people so that they may offer a sacrifice for you. Where are you now? That's a kind of conversation he would have had with God. That you have given me life. You have given me this family. You have given me this wife, this husband, these children. Now I'm failing to protect them. I'm failing to provide for them. Where are you? That's a kind of prayer that is genuine. When you go to God and you say, you have promised me in your word that whatever I ask in Jesus' name, you shall give it to me. You have promised and you said, you have given life. You have come so that you may give us life and we may have life in abundance. Now, the one that I love is in a hospital. And so Moses is engaging God rather than engaging people. The old English cliche, do not go and tell God how big or great your, your, your problems are, but go and tell your problems how great is your God. Yes, if I have to cry, I will cry, but not to the problems, to God. To God. And Moses goes to God and he opens up to God. He says, Lord, I cannot do this anymore. The people you have given me are terrified. They're scared. They're petrified. They're dying. What are we going to do? And God offers a solution, as he always does. It may not be to my liking, but God always gives us a solution. And what I find absolutely amazing here is that he says, stretch out your hand. And he does. And the sea is divided. And they walk on dry land. Now, in a biblical language, the sea is the greatest monster. It is a place that nobody knows and nobody can control. So they enter into the sea. 
They enter into the place of uncertainty. They enter into the place of the unknown. In the dark, deep, blue sea. While they go into the Red Sea this time. But they get there. And they trust God. And there's something there for me. Sometimes the Lord will call me, invite me, and lead me to places that I would not have gone on my own. Because human nature will tell me that's a dangerous place to go to. That's a wrong decision to make. That's a wrong friendship to keep. But am I able to listen to God? Am I willing to be led by God? Am I? And that is deep. The ability to be led by God into this dark ocean. And the Lord is able to create a path in the sea. And if he can create a path in the sea, I tell you, he can create a path anywhere. If he can offer a solution to them, he can offer a solution to us, he can offer a solution to you. Right now, right here, in your own space, in your own life. And he does that. They follow him. They do not know the end. The author tells us they are already inside and guess what? The Egyptians are also inside. And so in panic, they could say, oh my God, what are we going to do? And others may say, I may as well sit down and die. But I can imagine Moses says, whatever you do, don't you dare give up now. Whatever you do, don't you dare sit down. Whatever you do, don't you dare look backward. Just keep going. Keep pushing. Keep walking. And at times it is easy to sit down. At times it is easy to give up. At times it is easy to throw the towel. It's very easy to want the way out. It's very easy to want to commit suicide. It's very easy. And God says no. Keep going. And the future may look so bleak. And when I do all the mathematics and all the calculations, I know I'm doomed. But not with God. He can create a path, a solution. He can create it. And as they come out, God is there in a pillar of cloud and of, of fire. And he says to Moses, look at them. Look at those who have pursued you. Look at those who've wished you ill. Look at those who've caused you harm. Look at those who have robbed you of everything. And it takes you into the place of safety. And they look at the back. And they look at the sea. And the sea collapses back where it was. 
Go back to that beautiful blessing that God once gave to Abraham. Your friends will be my friends. Your enemies will be my enemies. So this blessing is not only to Abraham, but it is to Abraham and to his descendants. And so what God does with the Israelites in the sea is based on the promise that he had made to Abraham generations and generations ago. That your enemies will be my enemies. And my dear brothers and sisters, do not, do not forget that. And they sing a song. They sing a beautiful song to God. Having seen what he has done, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. Horse and rider, he has thrown into the sea. And one day, you and I will look back and we will say, if it wasn't for you, I don't think I will still be alive. I thought I was losing my mind. When I lost everything, when I went through the trash and the ashes, when I lost my job, my business, my life, thank you, Lord, for being faithful. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless us, to guide us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in dying that we are born to eternal life. May Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.